Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This morning, we'll be wrapping up Daniel with the last chapter, chapter 12. And if you're using the Pew Bibles, you'll see that that begins on page 1393. Daniel 12. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, close up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Then I, Daniel, looked and there before me stood two others, one on this bank of the river and one on the opposite bank. One of them said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, How long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled? The man clothed in linen, who was above the water of the river, lifted his right hand and his left hand toward heaven, and I heard him swear by him who lives forever, saying, it will be for a time, times and half a time, when the power of the holy people have been finally broken, all these things will be completed. I heard, but I did not understand. So I asked, my Lord, what will the outcome of all this be? He replied, go your way, Daniel, because the words are closed up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. From the time that the daily sacrifice is abolished and the abomination has caused desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. Blessed is the one who waits for and reaches the end of the 1,335 days. As for you, Go your way until the end. You will rest, and then at the end of the days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts this morning. Well, we come to the end today. And the name of this message is The End, referring to the end times. It's been quite the challenge, to say the least. And uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll start on the great book of Galatians in the New Testament, and look forward to that. We compare law with grace. There's a difference between oil and water, basically. So let's get back to Daniel. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you again for being here. We thank you for the ones that are here, the ones that are listening by uh, internet, wherever they may be, some around the world. This little church is reaching people with the gospel around the world, making a difference, and the missionaries that we support as well. 
There's a little church in New England in Coleraine, tucked away in the backwoods, is making a difference in this world. And you certainly make a difference, and you made a difference in our life. What a difference you have made. And we pray that we'll be tuned in and turned on to your word and listen intently and concentrate and not be distracted because you can speak to our hearts through this message that we've prepared for the people and through your word that it's all based on. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come to the end of our studies in the book of Daniel. From chapters 10 through 12, it's all about a vision that Daniel had. He had a few visions in his lifetime. And um, Gabriel is giving him the interpretation of those visions regarding future events, some things that have already happened, taken place, some things yet to happen in the end times. We are living in the end times, but it's not the end yet. There's quite a few things got to happen before the Lord Jesus returns, his second coming. But when Jesus returns in the air, then we'll meet him in the air. There's a... Uh, that's not the actual second coming. The second coming is when Jesus actually comes back to this earth and sets up his kingdom and rule and reign for a thousand years. Are you with me so far? In the previous 11th chapter, we learned about the coming Antichrist and also the battle of Armageddon. Do you remember that? Explained by Gabriel. Daniel's around in his 90s at this time when he gets this vision, interpretation. And he remained faithful to God for over 70 years when he was in captivity in Babylon. 70 years he remained faithful. We can say the same thing in our old age, that we've remained faithful since we've come to know Jesus. Amen? And he learns from the angel what will happen in the last days on earth. The Old Testament, many of the Old Testament prophets predicted a time called Jacob's trouble. Jacob, it always refers to the nation Israel, be a time of testing, a time of distress, otherwise known as the tribulation period. This is Daniel's 70th week, a time when God will pour out his wrath on this earth. You hear a lot about the love of God, which is true, but also God is a God of justice and a God of wrath that he's going to pour it out on unbelievers that are left behind after we are taken out and resurrected. Jeremiah 37 refers to the tribulation period. How awful that day will be. No other will be like it. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob, Israel, but he will be saved out of it. There's going to be many Jews come to Christ and acknowledge Jesus as Messiah and all Israel shall be saved. The elect shall be saved during the tribulation period. Jesus himself refers to it in Matthew, the tribulation, Matthew 21, 22, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. In those days, had it not been cut short, because it's only going to be seven years, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. He's talking about those that will be saved during the tribulation period. Those are the elect. We read about the archangel Michael here in verse 1. You know, there's different types of angels. And Michael, like Gabriel, is a chief angel, an archangel. 
And apparently Michael is assigned to protect the people of Israel. It says that at that time, verse 1, Michael, the great prince who protects your people. Who's he talking to? He's talking to the Jew, Daniel. So we all have guardian angels, I believe. And Michael is assigned to protect Israel. Cool. Your people will arise. Michael is the defender of Israel's elect against Satan and his angels. You can read all about it. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Revelation chapter 12. Do it. Do it. During the tribulation, those who believe in Jesus will be known as the elect. We too are the elect. The elect are the ones that are saved, that have been chosen. And of course, you've got to also believe in the whosoever. Jesus died for everybody. But those who believe and receive him as Savior are part of the elect. How do you feel? You are elect. How about that? We're in a minority, but we're elected. Amen? Uh, we've got the names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And those who do not have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life are not the elect. They are not saved. Verse 1, but at that time, what time? Tribulation period, your people. Who's your people, Daniel? The Jews, everyone. Who's everyone? Everyone. Not just Jews, Gentiles. If you're not a Jew, then you're a Gentile. Whose name is found written in the book? What book? Book of life will be delivered. Now, the word delivered is another name for being rescued or saved. We've been saved. We've been rescued. Amen? And the only way we can be part of God's elect is by being born again. If you don't know already, how can you be born again? There's probably people listening to this message that don't know. You need to be born again. You must believe that you are a sinner. You've fallen short of the glory of God. You must believe that Jesus Christ is without sin. He was born of a virgin Mary. He was perfect in every way. He went to the cross to die for your sins. He shed his sinless blood on that cross so that you could be forgiven. He took the punishment that you deserve because of your sins. And you must believe in your heart that he did that, that he was buried, and that he rose again from the dead. And you must confess that with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he is God. He died for your sins. And then receive him, believe it, and receive him as your personal savior. You will be delivered. You will be saved for all eternity. Your names will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. The cross, he did it all at the cross. The cross, the cross, where I first saw the light, the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith that I received my sight. And now... I am happy all the day. That's the only way you can be in God's family, is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Not everybody is going to heaven. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? You better know, because, you know, you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. Do you believe Jesus died for your sins? Do you believe he was buried? Do you believe he rose again from the dead? Then you're saved. Job done. What more do you want? Jesus said it. I believe it. That settles it. That's what you call faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I'm not in any hurry today. I don't care. I don't care if we are having communion. 
I'm finishing Daniel, but it seems like we're going through a few diversions. Not, I wouldn't say bunny trails. That kind of demeans the word of the Lord. No, the Lord's in control, and we're guided by his Holy Spirit. Amen? In verse 2, it talks about the different resurrections, different resurrections. People who are spiritually alive in Christ will be resurrected. When the Lord comes back, we meet him in the air. That's when we'll receive, the Christians will receive a resurrected body. For those who are spiritually dead without Christ, one day they too will receive a resurrected body. That's going to come at the end of the uh, thousand-year reign. So there's different time periods. I haven't got time to go into it. But we need to know we're either in Christ or outside of Christ. And one day the saved will be resurrected and the unsaved will get a resurrected body and they will face the great white throne judgment. All right? And after that, cast into the lake of fire. So it's no joke. This is what the angel said to Daniel. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. All the bodies at the graves, all those molecules and all that dust, Dust to ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Miraculously, God's going to put all that back together. You're going to receive a resurrected body. Multitudes asleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Be alive. Some to everlasting life, but others to shame and everlasting contempt. That's referring to the unsaved. But they're going to receive a resurrected body. There's more than one resurrection taught in the Bible. The resurrection of the righteous, those who are saved by the blood of the Lamb, to eternal life. And there's a resurrection of the lost, the unsaved, to eternal shame, separation, and eternal contempt. He's talking about eternal rewards here in verse 3. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Only those people that receive Jesus Christ are wise. Because only a fool, and the Bible says a fool has said in his heart there is no God, only a fool would reject Jesus Christ and spend eternity in hell when they could have been rescued from an eternal death by believing and receiving the one who died to save them. That's foolishness if they reject that. And many do, and many will, and many have, but that's their choice. Amen. I'm glad I made the right choice, but was it me that made the choice? Or did he convince me? Yeah, he convinced me to make the right choice. Amen. He came after us and he convinced us because we were dead in trespasses and sins. We were unwise. Now we've wised up. Thank God. Thank God for the wisdom of God. Verse 4, now you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll the Old Testament was written on animal skins and rolled up, called scrolls, until the time of the end. End of what? The tribulation period. Seal it up. Daniel wasn't just to hear the words of the angel. He was to write down the words that he heard, but he was also to seal the scroll for safekeeping. His book that he wrote was to be preserved and protected and it has been ever since. Here we have it. The book of Daniel. It's been preserved and protected to this day. And it always will be. And he did what he was told to do. Like we should. We should all do what God tells us to do. We don't always. Because we're not always making the wise choices that we should be making. Sometimes we make stupid mistakes. 
because we know better, but we still make them anyway. I don't know about you. Probably you don't. I know you do. Verse 4, many will go here and there to increase knowledge. As time goes by, we're getting closer to the return of Jesus. Knowledge is increasing at an alarming rate. We carry that thing around us called the cell phone. That's the, just a little computer. People are searching for answers. People are searching more for more and more information. We're living in the information age. People trying to find the meaning of life and truth. And we, they don't need to look any further because all truth is found written in the word of God. Jesus said, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. You want to be sanctified? You want to be more like Jesus? Then read the word of God. Get off Facebook. Get off Twitter. Turn the TV off and get into the word of God. And I'll say that to myself because I'm an information hound as well. And Daniel asked, how long is all this, these things going to take place? How long? Another angel asked the question, how long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled in verse 6? And the angel answered in verse 7, it will be for a time, times and a half time. This refers to the latter half of the seven-year tribulation period known as the Great Tribulation, which lasts for three and a half years. There will be a time, the angel said, when the power of the holy people, and that's always referring to the Jews, has been finally broken. The power of the holy people has been finally broken. All these things will be completed. Like I said, the holy people refers to God's chosen people, the Jews. So we need to pray for Israel and what's going on over there. I should have done that in my prayers this morning. Pray for Israel. They're being attacked. Rockets, numerous rockets. And they, need, they have to defend themselves. All right? People have been trying to wipe out the Jews from the beginning of time. It's not going to happen. The chosen people, the Jews. During that time will come great persecution. During what time? The tribulation period. Jacob's trouble. Jacob is Israel. They will be sorely tested for their rejection of Jesus Christ when he came. Remember when they said, his blood be upon us? But many, during the tribulation period, that time of testing, many will turn to him and acknowledge Jesus as Messiah and be saved. And many will suffer persecution. They'll be beheaded. You can read it in Revelation. But many will in, that endure to the end shall be saved. The end of what? The tribulation period. Daniel asks in verse 8, I heard, but I did not understand. So I asked, my Lord, what will the outcome of all this be? And basically, the angel didn't say, Daniel, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. Didn't say that. That's my version. He didn't give him an answer. What will the outcome be? He didn't understand. He didn't need an answer. Because it didn't, it's not going to affect him personally. He's going to be gone. He's going to die like the rest of us. But I'll tell you, the purpose of the Great Tribulation is so that the Jews will finally acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah and be saved. But it will be a great time of trial and testing of their faith. And let's read verse 10 again. I told you, I'm not in a hurry this morning. What's the point? Many will be purified. 
made spotless and refined. You know how you refine metal? You put it through the heat, right? They're going to be put through the heat. But the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. Yeah, the wicked's going to keep on being wicked. Daniel didn't understand. Just like in all generations, there's, there's the wise people, Jews and Gentiles alike, who will receive, believe Jesus Christ as their personal saviour. While others who are not wise reject Jesus. They reject Jesus, even during the tribulation period. And I can back that up with Revelation chapter 6, verse 16. They called to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. They would sooner let the rocks fall on them than receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. That's how unwise they are. People that reject Jesus reject God because he is God. Those that reject Jesus reject heaven and eternal life. Because he is life. He is the truth. He is the way. Almost finished. In verses 11 and 12, the angel sent by God gives Daniel the exact time period from when the Antichrist gains power to the end of the tribulation period. It's actually halfway through the seven-year tribulation period. Initially, Antichrist, when the church is taken out at the rapture, those that are left behind, they're all unsaved. The church is taken out. All those that are left behind will go through the tribulation. All those that are left behind are unsaved. Antichrist will be in the world. He'll make a covenant with Israel halfway through the tribulation period, which is seven years, halfway through. What's that? Three and a half years. He'll turn on Israel, and there'll be great persecution. Listen, from the time that the daily sacrifice is abolished, there's going to be a, te a, a temple, the Jewish temple is going to be rebuilt. Antichrist is going to do away with that, the, uh, the daily sacrifices in the temple, because he hates the Jews, or he will. And the abomination that causes desolation is set up. What's that? He sets up an image of himself in the temple. That's the abomination of desolation that Jesus talked about. So if you don't believe me, look up Daniel, Jesus said. Find it in Matthew 24. Talks about the desolation, abomination of desolation. And it gives the exact time when this will happen. The abomination that causes desolation is set up. That's when the Antichrist sets up his image in the temple. There will be 1,290 days. Any mathematicians amongst us? 1,290 days is what? How long? How many, how many years? Three and a half years. Oh, what a coincidence. Really? No. It's an actual fact. The exact length of the Great Tribulation period. Tribulation period is seven years in length. The Great Tribulation starts halfway through. Exactly three and a half years. 1,290 days to the end of the seven-year Tribulation period. Daniel's 70th week, which is seven years. The final week, let's conclude, class. Verse 13, the angel informs Daniel in his days on earth were coming to a close, aren't we all? And he tells him, your time is up, bro. You're going to go home. As for you, Daniel, 
Go your way till the end. Till the end of what? Not the tribulation. To the end of his life. Go your way till the end. You will rest. What's he saying? You're going to die. You will rest. And at the end of the days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. He's saying, one day you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to go to your eternal rest. But one day, you're going to receive a resurrected body. You're going to rise. You're going to receive your allotted inheritance. In other words, he would die, be resurrected, receive his reward for being faithful over 70 years. Now, the things that Daniel saw and he heard, he couldn't understand. But they were and they will be fulfilled, even if he didn't understand them. It was a mystery to him. Now, the mystery has been revealed. New Testament through Jesus and his prophets in the New Testament, given to the Apostle Paul in particular, chosen vessel, empires would rise and fall. Jesus would come the first time, his first advent, only to be rejected. This is what we're going to remember in a minute. To be rejected and he'd be cut off. He came to his own, but his own received him not. Time would pass. Wars would continue. The gospel preached, people saved and go to heaven. People die and go to hell. One day, Jesus will call his church and we'll meet him in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord to receive our resurrected bodies. Those who are left behind will go through the seven-year tribulation period. During that time, the false Messiah, the Antichrist, will come. Then after three and a half years, he will turn on Israel. But at the end of the tribulation, he will be defeated at the Battle of Armageddon, which we've already learned about last two weeks ago. And then after the seven-year tribulation is over, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, will come again. His second coming, the second time, the first time he came, born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, suffered and died. He's coming again. His second coming to set up his kingdom on earth, to rule and reign in righteousness with his saints. We're going to rule and reign with him when he returns. So in the meantime, what are we to do? What are we supposed to do in the meantime? Well, we wait. We anticipate his return. We need to be ready because Jesus can come back at any moment. We are to do what Daniel did. What did Daniel do? He was faithful. Daniel was a faithful witness and go the Lord's way like he was told to do, to go the Lord's way until the end, until he died. That's what we're supposed to do, to be his faithful witnesses until the end. Okay? Amen? Amen. Very good. Thank you, Lord, for all the help with the book of Daniel. We certainly needed it. Hope it's plain. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for your word. Thy word is truth. And help us not to forget this message, to let it sink in and remind us, dare to be a Daniel. Dare to be a Daniel. To remain faithful, to be a faithful witness until the end of our life or until we meet you in the air where we hear the trumpet sound and we're going to be caught up together with you in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. And we should be comforted that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That should give us comfort. That should give us peace, knowing 
Our names are written in heaven because of your sacrifice and we've received you as saviour. For those that are listening that are not sure where you're going when you leave this world, you're not sure because you've never received Jesus. And if you're a sinner, which the Bible says that you are, and you know that you are because all fall short of the glory of God. All of us are sinners, whether in deed or thought or our hearts condemn us. And Jesus died for our sins so we wouldn't have to be punished for those sins. God is holy, 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 and his wrath needs to be appeased. Jesus took the fall for us on that cross. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins, for your sins, you sinner. You need to call upon the name of Jesus to save you. He's the only savior. No one else can help you. No one else can help you go to heaven except Jesus. Jesus is the only way, not through Muhammad, not through Buddha, not through Krishna, not through any guru, not through any other way. Jesus says, I am the way, the only way that you can go to heaven. You have to go through him. He is the door. You need to go through Christ. The door is open. Your choice. Are you going to be wise and accept truth and believe it and reject the one who died for you and suffered and died for you, a sinner that deserves eternal hell like we all do? So receive Jesus. Call upon his name to save you. Be sincere about it. Believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. And I hope and pray that you do. We ask these things in the name which is above every name, Jesus, the Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.